0: Every day I'm every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling. What is going on, everyone? My name is Nick Ross, host of Circle of W podcast, and you my friend have entered into the winner's circle. Where we systematically and incrementally stack small wins over time, depositing into the bank of our highest self. This allows us to create massive momentum towards our highest potential over time. But it just starts with a decision. It does not take a year or five years or 10 years to change your life. It just starts with a decision today to change your identity to something that supports the outcomes that you want in your life. And we want to execute and apply what we learn on this podcast so we can create momentum in our lives by being actionable, by being coachable, and doing what is required by not being Willfully blind to the things that we know we need to repair and fix in our life. What is announcing itself to you in desperation for repair? Repair it and fix it and move forward and stop being stuck. Stop living the groundhog day effect in your life. For all of us, there is a gap from where we currently are, but we prefer not to be. And there is a desired state a vision, an identity that we know is inside of us. We want to shorten this gap from where you currently are to where you want to be. And we want to do it as quickly as possible. We're not taking any shortcuts. We're not taking the path of least resistance, but we're going to create momentum from those small wins and the self-esteem and the self-confidence that is built from identifying the wins in our life and advertising our wins and being proud of our wins. You're allowed to be proud of yourself. You're allowed to fucking celebrate your wins, but you're not allowed to move backwards. That is not acceptable. We want to create inertia and power and velocity and mass. So that momentum, even on the bad days, we're still moving forward. That's how we radically change our lives quickly And so to do this, we have to create an internal frame that is connected to who we are, to our skill sets, to our attributes, to our gifts, to our temperament. And we have to show up on a daily basis aligned in our thoughts, words, and actions. So we vibrate positively to the things that we want. So we can take that vision that we create in our mind and bring it into the physical world. And as you continue to stack wins and by implementing the circle, the W framework, which is an algorithm for success, as you continue to do this over time, you will become obstacle immune. You will see not the problem, but you will see the solution immediately and you will want to chase excellence in your life because you will be addicted to the results. The results is what will soothe the pain instead of your addictive habits that are doing nothing for you. And on this podcast, the listeners, we understand that knowledge applied is power. This is critical to everything in life, that we have to execute the plan. This podcast is about giving you the information and education, but also the application tools and resources you need to once again radically change your life. So, guys, today's topics, what we want to talk about is the last here for the month of August. And by the way, guys, I'm sorry that the podcast isn't out on Monday. Just things personally for me. Life is great. I have no complaints, but I am extremely busy. I am a one-man show currently. Um, You know, Hunter is still a part of the podcast, but we're still having some technical issues and gear, a lot of investment in pieces and time. Uh, We probably jumped the gun a little bit early and should have tested more of this out. So I hate to have him on and not here back and forth, but we're working on it uh, weekly with some tech support teams. It's a little bit harder to do remotely, but we're getting there and I look forward to having him here uh, probably next week as well for me personally, guys, you know, over these last two years, uh, I found Jason Phillips and NCI right about this time last year um, two years and last year, two years ago in Nashville, I went to an event. I met Jason. I saw the vision of what I wanted to do. Uh, someone who was very kind invested in me so I could work with Jason and learn from him from six months. And at the end of those six months, in the beginning of 2021, January, I went to go work for NCI. And on my first day, I got to teach sales to our boardroom clients, some of our highest paying and highest, most successful clients. And, uh, it was like, I was terrified at the same time, like I killed it. And I later went on t- with opportunities that Jason gave me and to get into public speaking in March of 2021. And that created more opportunities and more confidence in myself. And it's just like been this wild ro- roller coaster for two years. And I saying all of this because I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have had no balance to my life in two years. I work every fucking day and I love to work. And since meeting Jason and working with NCI and my teammates and the community that I love so much and the clients that I love so much, man, like watching our clients win is the greatest thing in my life. Like, I can't tell you how much it means to me. It really means a lot. And I've had no balance. Like, I know it's not healthy. I do not recommend it to most people. But being a cancer survivor, coming from absolutely nothing, my background, where I'm from, like, I wasn't supposed to amount to shit. Like, I'm okay with it right now because I am chasing a legacy. I'm chasing my empire with for my family and for the ones that I love and for my teammates. And I'm trying to accomplish massive goals with people that I fucking will run downhill into battle for every single day. People that I would show up in a dark alley with a Louisville slugger at 3 o'clock in the morning, no questions asked for. Like, people that I would do anything for. And I haven't, you know, I've gone away, I've gone to the mountains, I've done things, but I worked through all of that. And I took a week off during peak week, but I mean, that was like the, the most suffering of my whole entire life. So it wasn't like a vacation. So I'm large wind up here to say that I'm taking a week off. I'm going to the beach for the first time in two years. Like the beach is like my absolute favorite place to be in the world. I'm going to Destin, Florida with the family, Sarah, the girls, her family. And spending a week down there, and I'm just like really getting away. It's the first time in two years that I will not be training. I've trained five days a week every week for two years. I've done one workout, which is rest pause methodology, with a lot of time under tension over two years, and I don't even really recommend that. But it's just what I've done to in the pursuit of my dreams. And I'm just gonna let my body chill. I'm not gonna bring a food scale. I'm not gonna bring a weight scale. I'm just going to enjoy the time with my family. Something like I really owe them. Uh, I really owe them that quality time. And I want to go have fun, man. Like I can tell you when I'm at the beach, it's really some of the happiest times of my life. Um, Growing up as a child, my first couple years of my existence was in Key West, Florida. My mom and my dad, um, like right after I was born, my mom was like 19. Maybe my dad was 22 like they packed up a couple suitcases and me and infant and got on a Greyhound bus and basically went from Florida, I'm sorry, from Philadelphia all the way to Key West, Florida. And that's where I spent the first few years of my life. I went to college in Florida. Uh, My mom always took me on vacations like every summer to like Myrtle beach. I grew up really close to Jersey shore and was always going into Jersey shore and Maryland beaches. And man, I just love it. And it kind of reminds me of the best times of my life. So I'm going to be kind of pulling away for a week may or may not be some podcast next week. I'm not hundred percent sure guys, uh, as I just want to spend some time to just reflect, to get a little bit of balance and then come back, recharge and just get after it. Cause man, I just really have to finish this year strong in 2023, man, it's going to be the biggest year of my life. So I just need to get my headspace right and go, but I'm here to tell you in the regards of balance, like don't, ever allow anyone to tell you what balance is or is not for you. Uh, it's very subjective and it's balance is different for everyone. And the more that you win and the more that you push yourself, the more that you find like this quote unquote unbalanced space and this unbalanced area that most perce- people perceive to be unbalanced really isn't that unbalanced. Like these last two years, I I, I know it's been unbalanced from a work to like quality time with my family. I know that's been unbalanced. There's no doubt about it. Like the sacrifices Sarah and the girls make, cause I'm always working, but it's for our big vision, right? The visions that we have in our mind, it's, it's so we can bring that to life. Um, and one day I can live closer to the beach and have a home there, but, um, don't allow people to tell you what their version of balanced is because you can only figure out what you're comfortable with when you get there, especially if you're in your twenties, man, like you really got to push yourself to figure out like how much am I willing to work? And like, is it 60 hours? Is it 75? Is it 80 hours? Is 80 hours like the point of unbalanced or is it 40 hours? But you have to at least go there to figure it out. And I can tell you, I've never personally felt like I was living this crazy unbalanced life because I was always doing what I wanted to do. I'm always doing what I want to do, which is building and helping and creating and serving and building something bigger than myself with people that I care about and that other people that I know are all in. And there's really no better feeling than that. So uh long winded story uh, I'm going on fucking vacation and I'm really happy, really excited. And uh, I'm going to dig like really big holes in the sand and act like a eight year old kid and build sand castles because that's what's going to make me happy. So Episode 37, um, we'll call it a Monday momentum, even though it's Tuesday, but uh, our topic is to close up here. The topic of the whole month of August, which is like breaking down what winning is. Well, we got to talk about losing as well. And the topic here is really this idea that people don't want their kids or we teach our kids or we grow up and it's like, don't be a sore loser. Well, what's after that? Like, don't be a sore loser be good at losing, be great at l- losing. Like that's the progression here. And I don't think that is necessarily true. I don't think you should be a sore loser. I don't think you should be an asshole or unsportsmanlike or unprofessional, but I also don't think that you should tolerate losing. And a lot of things, and as a lot of people do, is like we tend to frame things based upon past associations. And then we take things negatively. We don't always pull the constructive criticism out of the feedback or the failure or the loss, whether it's a real loss in a game or a metaphorical loss in life and business and a relationship. And so at the end of the day, every single person in this world has gone through something extremely painful and challenging uh, that ends up changing their life right? Everyone has a story. Like I share a lot of stories, man. Like you guys share stories with me that bring me to tears and to my knees. Like everyone has a story, whether you've shared it or not, you got a story. You should share your story because there's other people out there like you that could benefit from knowing that you got through your adversity. So share your story, but everyone's had these really challenging times that have affected, affected us. And you know, we've all been broken. We've all hit rock bottom at some point in our life. And that brokenness, so to speak, when we hit that rock bottom, when it shatters us, you know, it shatters and breaks us so badly that we, we can never actually be repaired. The same again, we'll never be the same. Okay. And this isn't about us shattering and breaking and then putting all the pieces back together, gluing everything back together and then acting like nothing ever happened because something did happen and it needs to be addressed. See, I always love this question and I propose this question to a lot of people, especially successful people. i like to know their feedback. I'm always pulling information from them. And one question I like to ask people is, do you love to win or do you hate losing more? Do you hate to lose or do you love to win? Which one is it? And for me, I hate losing more than I love to win. I cannot stand to lose, right? It's the proverbial burning of the truth. Like there's always going to be feedback and constructive criticism and potential that can be pulled. Like I understand that losses are necessary, but I hate to fucking lose. I hate to lose, but we have to take the feedback that comes with failure. And on Friday, we talked about how failure is the pathway to attaining what you want in life and what you need to do in order to achieve it. But I don't want you to create a mindset where you have to become tolerable of losing. Like, don't take the losses to heart. Don't let it drag you down. And I don't think, once again, that you should be a sore loser or unprofessional or unsportsmanlike But you cannot be okay with losing. You cannot accept losing. If you continue to allow the losing to happen and you allow the losses to stack up, you will become conditioned for losing. You will create an identity that tolerates losing and that is not okay. You have to make all conditions serve you. not talking about perfection. I'm not saying that you have to be perfect. I'm not saying that I'm actually saying the opposite. Like losses are going to happen. Yes, there is an unpredictability to life that we cannot forecast, but we can at least be prepared for them. Winners and a winning mindset is what prepares you For when life happens and you cannot just turn on and off the switch. You can't summon that in which you are not. So if you're not consistently winning, when the tragedy does come into your life, you are not going to be prepared for it. So make a decision to start forging the identity of a winner and a champion in everything that you do because tragedy is coming Winter is coming, right? What happens when a loved one goes to the hospital or you're faced with an unfortunate event where someone becomes critically ill or in a car accident or God forbid you lose your job or your home or your car or whatever, whatever massive chaos could happen in your life and it's inevitable, it's going to happen, but when these things happen Are you going to continue to suffer through those losses and make the experience and the situation worse just because you've conditioned yourself for failure? Or are you going to implement the solidified mindset of winning that you're cultivating and creating now in your life? So when tragedy does happen, you're able to step up for your family, for your job, for your peers, for your teammates, for your children, for your wife, for your husband, for your mother and your father, for your brother and your sister. So you're the fucking leader in your family's life. Because if you're not prepared for it, who the fuck is going to show up to show people how the winning is done? This is what I'm saying. You have to make a decision. You can't just sit here and wait around for tragedy to fucking show its face and then think you're going to know how to deal with it. You have to start dealing with the small shit now. So when the big shit does happen, you're fucking prepared. You're obstacle immune. You can't wait, man. It's inevitable. Tragedy is going to happen. You cannot sit here and be concerned with the pursuit of happiness. We have to prepare ourselves for the inevitable. I'd much rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. I'd much rather be prepared. Because the biggest losses in my life, I know, are ahead of me. And I have to be prepared for it. The day is coming where my last grandparent, my grandmother, my nanny Ross, like my nanny Baker, like she will be gone one day. My mom, who I love unconditionally, that gave me everything that I have in life, every amazing opportunity to get to where I am, the woman that I cherish in my life, one day she will be gone. And those will be the hardest moments of my life. And I know. That life happens fast and they could happen at any single given moment. And what I've been through, I will never apologize for. The broken moments, the moments that I've hit rock bottom, the moments where I didn't want to live, all of the drama, all of the damage, all of the baggage has prepared me and will prepare me for the worst moments of my life so I can be the leader, so I can be the person that shows up to the funeral and can be strong for everyone else. Because if I don't win now and I don't make myself as strong as possible for those moments, then what the hell am I living for? I don't have time to repeat failure at this point in my life. I don't have time to make the same mistake over and over and over again. Because with each passing day, I'm running out of time. And for me personally, part of the rock and the boulder that I have to carry is that I'm the last one to bear my last name. I have no son. I'm a testicular cancer survivor. I don't even know if I can have a son if I tried. So it's on me to win today, to do everything that I can to prepare my family for the future, to lay the foundations brick by brick for the empire and the legacy that I have to pass on, that you have to pass on. But like you and like myself, we must make a decision to chase excellence in our life every single day and to make that choice voluntarily. So we're not forced to make the decision to go out and today, Make the decision to circle the W and win today. Think you're fucking with, I'm the fucking boss. Say 45, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut him wide, I cut him long, I cut him fat.